Celebrating success is uh, one thing most people find it hard. There's even some terms for it. Fear of success can also be referred as success anxiety. Hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. <laughs> or success phobia. It's even been called achievement phobia. Whatever you choose to call it, it is associated with some negative impact on an overall life satisfaction. So how do you master this? You know, we decided to reach out to someone who always comes through, speaks us in, speaks to us every Monday, uh, psychologist, life coach, personal change catalyst, Tepiso Matenji. Uh, uh, good morning to you, Doc. Oh, she's not here. Okay, okay. We're just going to connect. We're going to connect to her. But would you say you've suffered... At some point in your life? From success, anxiety. Yeah. I mean, I, mm, I don't know if I have, but I can understand how it happens, you know, because obviously with su- success comes attention, mm-hmm. right? Um, and maybe if you're not used to that or the field you work in uh, doesn't normally require that, you know, it can kind of put a spotlight on you. And if yeah. you're not comfortable with that, I can I get how it would make you anxious. In your mm-hmm. world, Owen, has it ever happened? Uh, I kind of keep success to myself. Yeah. You know, there's there's no need to flaunt it or put it out there. Um, and I feel it's something you work hard for. And, mm. and you don't need to celebrate it with everybody else. You can celebrate it with yourself. Yeah. If you're happy about it. And maybe like Mel said, I don't want, you know, all that attention being put onto me. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, uh, today with social media, mm. you know, thing, it's changed mm. a lot. So you, mm. you nowadays... You buy a new house and you advertise it. You put it out there that I've got keys to my new house or my new car. Uh, I'm just the opposite. Yeah. I I don't know what happened when I turned 30. Like, I don't post a whole lot of stuff, especially when I you buy a car, maybe you buy a house. Mm -hmm. You just keep it to yourself because not everyone decodes it the way that you see it. Uh, We're talking all things personal mastery. Uh, Doc, welcome to Metro. Good morning, DJ Serbia. Nice to meet you. Great to meet you over the phone. <laughs> Let's talk about why is it important for us to celebrate ourselves. Uh, so I was listening to a little clip before she, Owen and Mel were saying about um, celebrating themselves and wanting to do it in private. And the angle I want to take just from what I've, I've listened is that in my job, people take a moment to dive deep and express in detail what they're going through when they're at their worst period of their life. I meet people when they're in crisis. And believe it or not, I don't get to engage with people when they're at the top. And then I have to actually give them um, some way of accessing the parts of themselves where they've achieved success, where they've achieved milestones that maybe at the time when they were achieving that, it was like, yeah, this is what I had set out to do, and then they move on. But what happens is that people stay where they're in a difficult place, where they're at the bottom of their lives. And you stay, then you analyze, and you ruminate over it, then you meditate over it, and you pray over it, and you want the universe to shift and be able to put you in a better place. And I am asking that as much attention and focus that you direct when you are at your worst in your life because you want the problem to be solved, I would like for you to have the same discipline to direct that much, that, that much energy and focus when you are at your top. And the top doesn't have to be at the top of Mount Everest. It could simply on your way to, to, to getting there. And you recognize that all the different shifts all the different milestones that you achieve, they're not necessarily about you saying, okay, let's move on, what next? about you sitting in, marinating, staying present in that moment and recognizing I have made a shift. 
And the shift, by the way, can either be at work, it can be physical, it can be material, it can be spiritual, it can be financial, it can be in terms of your health, it might even be in terms of your own internal chakra. But unless you pay attention and recognize it, it will simply move on. And then what happens is that your memory, your DNA, your emotional registry is more focusing on the peaks or the lows in terms of what is intensely not okay with your life. And the highs in terms of what is intensely good and positive in your life doesn't get recognized. So you find that you've got a strong memory bank of trauma and painful experiences. But your memory bank in terms of successes, in terms of milestones, in terms of mastery is not there because you have not yet cultivated the discipline of celebrating it. Uh, Doc, I mean, you know, like you say, to celebrate that culture and to say, well, I've worked hard, I've achieved X, Y, Z, um, as Owen was saying very often, he keeps it to himself. But what is what is the purpose of sharing it with those around you? And that can be, you know, whatever whatever your situation is, whether it's your friends who are your closest or your family who's your closest, or you know, but your close people. What what purpose does that serve to share that success? Mm. Yeah, being able to verbalize it, put it into it, and externalize it. The same as what we say in terms of trauma, that when you're going through something, sharing it, it actually lessens it. It allows you to not go through it alone, right? But when you are sharing successes and you're putting it into words, it's incredible how people struggle to just self-appreciate. They struggle to self-validate. They struggle Mm. to self-acknowledge. They don't even know how to be to sit in the discomfort and overcome the discomfort of saying, I look good or wow my hair looks good i like my hairline it's grown you know it was it was it was damaged because of whatever it is that i was doing to my hairstyle all those little things we do not learn how to put it into us and externalize it and verbalize it and then we expect other people to be able to depend on us or rather we depend on them to be able to validate and acknowledge and appreciate us. So sharing it and speaking about it, it also is about you taking back your agency, finding that vocabulary to articulate it, and then be able to recognize that when you celebrate yourself first, you are not really dependent on people celebrating and acknowledging and validating you. You're cultivating that internal frame of reference first to love you, to appreciate you. And then you're not so dependent on them showing it to you. And even if they don't, perhaps either you also leading by example, modeling it, that this is how I want you to validate me in terms of you saying, I have come this way, this is what I've achieved. Then you are giving people the tools on how they should acknowledge you. But more often we don't. We just expect them to know or we expect them to see that you have, you know, you've, you've gained a bit of muscle or you've gained a bit of of whatever in your life and if they don't celebrate it like ah they are jealous why aren't they celebrating mm. but you haven't taught them you haven't demonstrated how it's done mm. if we just hopped on right now we're chatting to dr matenji she's a psychologist life coach personal change catalyst and today we're looking at celebrating our successes and achievements how to do it and why is it so difficult for us to do so you know, one thing that I started doing recently is because most of us, you become a father and you start saying, I'm doing everything for my family. And while you're doing all of these things, you, you forget to reward yourself. You forget to put yourself first. And I always tell my wife that don't feel bad when you go to the shop and you buy things for yourself because you worked hard for that money. You need to reward yourself. But why is it Absolutely. hard and why do we feel that guilt every now and then when it's time to reward yourself with something to pat yourself in the back for the work that you've done and to embrace this moment of victory? Because we've been taught, as you said, to be humble, to Mm. be modest, to not flaunt our successes out of people's faces. But also we've told ourselves that if you shy too bright, you're going to attract the wrong kind of of energy. And for the record, 
self-celebration and self-appreciation doesn't mean that any of those things do not happen. But the discomfort happens because it's been ingrained, it's been drilled into us. But if you speak too loudly and you break your own drum, when you fall, everybody's going to pay attention. So you might as well do it in in, in private. But should you fall, no one is going to celebrate. But mm-hmm. here's the difference. I heard you speak about the biggest milestones as the things that you speak about. But the small little wins. And often as somebody who's an athlete who exercises a lot, I'm sure when you're coaching people in terms of their exercise routine, you speak to them about it. The mm-hmm. fact that before you used to burn out after 30 minutes, now you are okay after 30 minutes and you can still go on. That is a shift. And in my line of work, it's more in terms of recognizing internal chatter. The fact that you have been berating yourself and being very critical, but now you realize you're actually able to look at yourself in the mirror and not zoom in on that nose that you think is too big. And now you look at, oh, actually, my eyes look good. I like my eyes. And you make the effort to put mascara on them. Mm. So the, the shifts in terms of celebrating yourself are not necessarily just about grand gestures. They're not about grand milestones. They are also small. They begin with small things. Recognizing how you are shifting in line with where you want to be in terms of the best version of yourself. And that does not necessarily mean that you have to make it public on social media. But what it does mean is say it out loud. Speak about it to yourself in the shower, in the bathroom, in the toilet, and then speak to your significant other. Because that way, you are not just saying it, you are staying present, you are letting resonate out there, putting it out there in the universe. Because that positive energy is going to come back to you. Just like when you give out negative energy, it comes back to you tenfold. So put out that positive energy, particularly with people you you feel have got the best interest for you. Personal mastery right here on The Morning Flavor. Doctor, thank you very much. Uh, positive vibrations. There's someone out there who's feeling a little bit better right now. They're like, oh, you know what? I actually love my car. Obviously, that's why you bought it. Embrace mm-hmm. it. Where do I get a hold of you? Oh, um, <laughs> you find me on Twitter. <laughs> you can also find me on Instagram. Uh, you can find me on my website. Uh, I can't tell you what they are. You just throw that at me. I don't remember. All right. Awesome stuff. Thank okay. you very much. Absolutely. Have a good day, guys. Have a good weekend. No, good week. Bye.